second day on the job, I hit an 18 wheeler. Uh, on, a New York, on the New York street. And I called my, my mom and my dad. And I was like, I was like, guys, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be fired today. And my sports <laughs> career didn't even start. <laughs> so I you had to think like, about just leaving the car there and just be like, <laughs> dude, all right, was like, sports was fun. <laughs> fuck did you get that job show or two not so interesting guys ask interesting people one question then interrupt them as they try to answer it joining us today is santino stancato santino graduated from bloomsburg university of pennsylvania in 2016 since then he's been building strong brands in sports he's done that for the brooklyn cyclones marshall university and temple university today he is a brand manager at georgia tech university athletics in atlanta santino welcome to the show and how the fuck did you get that job What's going on guys uh first off appreciate you having me on um so i'll kind of jump right into it uh, i mentioned i graduated from bloomsburg in 2016 i think most people probably haven't ever heard of it it's a d2 school uh in the PSAC in in pennsylvania um so i had no idea what i wanted to do uh with my career and 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 what to get into and what to study and I pretty much bounced around, I think, every major possible uh, that they they offered at Bloom. And uh, just, I always loved sports. Uh, started working in the sports information department um, up on campus. And, and to be honest with you, sports information was just uh, super, super dry um, for, for my liking. And it was kind of just very cookie cutter, very statistics heavy. And uh, that wasn't really me. Um, so, uh, that summer I went home and, uh, started my own little business. I, I started getting into Photoshop a little bit, just started teaching myself off YouTube and, uh, sold $5,000 worth of posters at my brother's little league opening day. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it was uh, opening day. I put out a couple posters and I sold five thousand dollars worth. And uh, my boss, you, you only had you only had a couple posters. You said, but you were, you made five thousand dollars. How much were you charging per poster? Uh, yeah, so it it wasn't it wasn't exactly like that. So they were sample posters, um, and the sample posters were I I did like my little brother, a couple of his friends, uh, put out a few examples, and basically it was like, hey, I'll put your kid on this poster, take a couple pictures at his game, get him on the poster, and then I'll turn it around. And uh, I think I was charging between like 35 to 55 bucks. Um, dude, it was, it, was, it was unreal, but the best part about it was uh, because I worked at Bloomsburg, I had a relationship with the printer uh, mm. and they were printing it for like 10 cents a pop. So I was like, just maximizing, uh, <laughs> off of, off of what it was. So, uh, I did that for a little bit. And then I, I got back, um, in the fall for school and I was telling my boss in the sports information department and, um, he did marketing and communications for them as well. I mean, he wore a lot of hats and, uh, he was telling me about what Clemson and Ohio state and those guys were doing, um, as far as like recruiting and creative and storytelling. Uh, and I know you guys had Nick Coughlin and Sammy Silverman and, and the, those guys on here. Um, those were guys that I was looking to for inspiration on, on what I was doing and getting into the industry. So didn't quite have you. as many resources on, on the blooms. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no resources at all. Um, but I was, I was designing for them and, and it, it was cool. You know, like I fell in love with it. Uh, didn't really, you know, know much about art or about graphic design or any of that, but it was a cool challenge, um, you know, getting to, to learn those programs and, and dive into it. And, uh, you know, my boss was basically like, uh, okay, so we're not going to have you do statistics anymore. You just keep on designing for, for us. And, and, you know, I was doing schedule posters and just like different marketing collateral uh, at the time. But did you get uh, into any recruiting? Did they, did they, did they, any coach try to take you up on that? No, not really. Um, it wasn't, it, it, you know, it wasn't super heavy then. I think, uh, you know, some of those, those, 
younger players were were doing it at a pretty high level. Uh, we still kind of did it at like the uh, you know micro level storytelling where it was you know. I don't know, like stat graphics and and just like a couple different things for for the main account. So it wasn't super recruiting heavy, but again, I, I got my feet wet and it was it was pretty cool. So anyway, so I was graduating that year and I had to figure out what the hell I was going to do um, with my life and and I had a job offering at at Yelp and. Uh, I was like, I definitely don't want to do this. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to work at Yelp. And I, I, I was like, I want to continue working in sports. I really like the design thing. And uh, I was looking up like minor league baseball teams and, and different jobs and, and you know, in the, at the pro level that were just completely unattainable at the time and got called in for an internship interview with the Brooklyn Cyclones uh, in Coney Island. And uh you know, landed the job. They basically handed it right to me because I don't think a lot of people <laughs> were like, oh, I want to go work for the Brooklyn Cyclones right now. And uh, probably the best decision I ever made. And and one of the biggest things I think that that people can can probably take away from this is like, I never chased the money. Yelp was, was offering me a pretty decent salary. Um, and I decided to take a job that, that paid me $8 an hour uh, with the Brooklyn Cyclones. And that's not enough to live in New York. So um, I'm gonna touch on this. You guys are gonna laugh at this. Uh, so the way I was able to afford it was I stayed in the hotel that the players were staying in. And as part of the job uh, and how I was able to stay in the hotel, I had to drive a van uh, with 16 players back and forth from the stadium to the hotel. And then I was able to stay at the hotel. Second day on the job, I hit an 18 wheeler uh, on, the New York, on the New York street. And I called my, my mom and my dad. And I was like, I was like, guys, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be fired today and my sports <laughs> career didn't even start <laughs> so i you had think like, about just leaving the car there and just be like dude, all right was like, sports was fun this yeah. was <laughs> so i have i have pete alonzo and like justin dunn and uh like all these guys that just got drafted to the new york mets in the back of my van and i'm just sitting there and i'm like holy shit i'm done I was like, how am I going to answer to the GM right now about why I just got their stars <laughs> that just been drafted in a car accident? So, uh, you know, lucky enough that that didn't happen. And, uh, you know, I worked through the internship. Uh, what did worked- you do for food? Like, so like eight, $8 an hour. And I, I know lodging's taken care of, but still, I think that food budget had to be pretty slim too. Yeah. I mean, so... I don't weigh a lot. I don't weigh a lot the way it is. Uh, <laughs> when I was living in Brooklyn, I'll tell you, like I was a solid like buck thirty-five, buck forty, <laughs> and and we got like meal vouchers during the season. So like I just made sure I capitalized on like Dude. eating at the stadium when I could. <laughs> I'm just imagining whoever had you being like, yeah, he could, he could, he could live off eight dollars an hour. Yeah, right. Like <laughs> that's basically what it was. And one of the interview questions is just. How long could you go if you had to live off two hot dogs? Like, could you make it 24 hours? That's basically what it was, yeah. And I was like, I was like, yeah, I'll do that to work in sports. My question for you is like, so you get your loaves of bread in your uh, hotel apartment or whatever it is. It's, it's like, what was living in that hotel like? Like, it sounds like minor league baseball suite, like a Zach and Cody style. Like, yeah, that's pretty much what it was. So, like. I don't want to, so I named a few of the players that were there, but like, um, it was my first time like truly in baseball culture and like, there's a lot of games, right? So we're short season ball and we're playing, I think it was like 70 ish games in like a three ish month span. And, uh, Every night we would work a bunch of different, like we'd work 12 hours a day, right? We're working 12 hours a day. Uh, we'd come back to the hotel and we'd play spades and drink beers. <laughs> and, and that's pretty much what we did for, you know, three and a half months. And, and we kind of, uh, on days off, it was, it was more fun. And, um, you know, we were working a lot too. So it wasn't like we were slacking off, but 
it was it was pretty cool and it, it was fun because like the guys that were drafted uh at that point in, in time were like you know my age so it was it was pretty much me being inundated with you know guys that are the same age as me that were into the same things as me you know we're all in the sports we're all just hanging out and it, it was a, it, i mean it was a ton of fun i mean it was awesome so really cool experience that's and so was that just one season yeah, so I did that for one season, and then I got a job at Marshall University, and um, I, I went out there for, for about eight months in like a marketing assistance role, uh, assistant role, and it was, uh, it was a good experience. Uh, I'll say this, like going from New York City to Huntington, West Virginia was a culture shock, um, <laughs> to say the least, but Marshall was a unbelievable experience as far as like kind of getting more introduced to the the college side of marketing and athletics and and uh I wasn't doing it for just a football team at that point in time I was it was again like marketing collateral for all athletics um and then funny thing was it was like that eight months uh was kind of was kind of getting run through and um, that was like an externship. So like they were also housing me, um, with a couple other like GAs and stuff that, that were, that were there. And, like in the uh, visitor's locker room or where were you guys staying? <laughs> <laughs> no, they, it was like an, an apartment complex. They, I think they like their student housing type deal. Nice. They had some kind of deal where, you know, they got two apartments and they can house a couple different people. So it was, it was a cool, it was a cool deal. And, and I was able to, like I said, get my feet wet in the college athletics world. Um, but then eight months, you know, down the line, uh, my boss from Brooklyn Cyclone, Cyclones, Billy Harner, hit, uh, you know, gave me a call and they offered me the marketing manager position. I also just got offered a job at Marshall. So Marshall was going to pay me 35000 uh, and the Brooklyn Cyclones offered me uh, 25K to come out and work at and you know, New York city, which and, is like $325,000 <laughs> in minor league baseball dollars. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, uh, uh, again, and, and the only reason I bring the salaries up is because my biggest thing is like, again, don't chase the money. I felt as if there was more opportunity going back to New York, um, working in Brooklyn, being exposed to the Mets and, you know, you, you know, the team, I just felt, I felt better about it. And uh, my you now really, fiance, really to, you really wanted to play uh, spades and drink beers. At, <laughs> I really just wanted to play spades and drink beers after baseball games. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's exactly what it was. Um, <laughs> so, and, and my now fiance was also living in New York. So it just made sense to, to go back out there. Um, and it was great. So it was a marketing manager position. Um, I was doing a lot of the same things I was doing as an intern. And, and the best thing about that job with the Brooklyn Cyclones was that I got to wear a lot of different hats. Um, I was in the communication side of things. I was in social media. I was being inundated in, in you know, game day marketing and, uh, you know, stuff with the video boards and, and uh, media guides. And, and I was just being like... I was wearing a lot of hats um, for a for a 22, 23 year old kid um, coming right out of school, and and that was a big focus of mine. Like, just get ex get meaningful experience. Don't just again take a job because I'm making ten thousand dollars more. Because ten thousand dollars in the grand scheme of things is like zero dollars at all. So um, that's what I did, and. Uh, $25,000 in New York is not enough to live. Um, so I was working from seven to four or seven to five uh, with the Brooklyn Cyclones. I'd hop on the subway uh, back to Brooklyn from Coney Island and I would jump right to New York Sports Club. And from six to midnight, I was working as like a glorified janitor, basically doing that. And, and I did that until the season kicked up and, and uh, you know, I was able to, to make some overtime money with the Cyclones and, and that whole thing. 
but yeah, I mean, it was, it was a journey, but the whole thing kind of like set me up to have success in, in football. Um, <laughs> and how, how, how tough, like how many months were you doing that? Cause that's, that's, I mean, that's almost not a sustainable schedule. Uh, so I was doing it from like mid December to, I, I guess the, the season started in, in maybe like May. So I'd say like, like around four months, I was probably doing that. And, and, uh, you know, working from, uh, again, from it, it was, it wasn't like an easy thing, <laughs> right? It was, uh, it wasn't easy, but it, it kept me hungry and and uh, it got me doing what I wanted to do and working in the industry I wanted to work in, and I was having fun doing it. So like, uh, it was hard. Don't get me wrong, but at the same time, like I was having a ton of fun just, you know, doing it. So I was kind of like naive to to everything and i was just like whatever you know we have a decent studio apartment i'm with my again my now fiance and and we were living in new york i mean like how bad could it possibly it be it doesn't so, get better than that honestly that's, yeah. that's what i'm saying throw, throw a little bit of spades and that's that's a life <laughs> yeah i was like i was like you know my boss would take me for uh lmb spumoni gardens every now and again i was like you know bro some good brooklyn pizza i was like this is the shit so <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I, I did that for, for one more season. So I was with the Brooklyn Cyclones, two seasons total. Right after the season ended, I got a job um, at Temple. And this is kind of where everything changed for me as far as like what I thought about branding and, um, you know, how to market, uh, you know, a football program. Uh, coach Collins, uh, who is now the head coach here at Georgia Tech, and, and he brought me down here. He was the head coach at Temple at the time. Um, I didn't know shit about football. Uh, I didn't know shit about the football culture. Um, you know, I, I know what I've seen on TV as a fan, but I didn't know uh, about recruiting. I didn't know, you know, how the whole thing necessarily worked. Um, got to Temple and, like, was thrown uh, to the wolves, right? Like we're waking up at four o'clock in the morning for, for workouts and, you know, just like working till 12 o'clock at night. And I was, I was somewhat used to the hours, but like the culture's tough, right? I mean, like you, you intentionally, uh, you know, make things uncomfortable. So living in chaotic situations when when chaos happens you can adapt and you can you can handle it with poise and um you know coach collins is big on like expectations are high for our players they're also going to be high for our staff um because we're not gonna live by ideals and that you know we're preaching to the kids if we're not living by those same ideals then we're not doing right by being coaches um so i was thrown right into it and uh you know learned a ton and i you know i owe so much to coach collins uh and you're kind of you're kind of getting into that but like what is it it's this is a tough question i'm preface it with that but it what is it about jeff collins that like brings people in because there's clearly something like to, there's, there's coaches who come in and improve a program and then there's coaches that can come in and change a culture. And he's one of those guys that you can kind of pick out across like Matt rule, Jeff yep. Collins, they're all in that same brand. What, what is it about him? I mean, I think it's tough to, it, it's tough to, that, that's a tough question, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's tough to put it into one specific thing that he does. Uh, I think he's a very well-built holistic human. You know what I'm saying? Like he has really good ideals. Um, He's genuine, which I think is extremely important, Um, especially like within recruiting, within your, you know, your internal brand is just as important as your external brand, right? Because like if recruits and kids and the team are seeing something different on social media than you're getting when you meet the guy. Um, 
you know, that's, that's a big, you know, red flag. And, and I think the fact that coach Collins is able to be himself and he's able to, to be a genuine human being and, and the guy that he is, I think, I think that's his biggest draw. I mean, when people come to campus and when people, you know, get to meet him, uh, I mean, he's just a special dude, man. I, I, I can't say it like, again, I owe, uh, I owe a shit ton to that guy. And, and he's done so much for me and so much for my family. And like what he's taught me in three years of, of working with him is just like, uh, you know, you can't put a price tag on it. I'm, I'm just like trying to be a sponge and trying to learn from, from a guy that's had so much success over his career. And, uh, you know, I think one one big thing that he also does is he, he he has set us up to be successful with the humans that he's uh, surrounded us with in the in the program. Um, I haven't been around around a ton of football programs, but the guys that he has here and the personalities that they have, uh, everyone's super vibrant. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody has a high energy level and that's from top to bottom, you know, starting with him and ending from, you know, our interns that are, that are helping recruit and, and do those things. Like it, it's just throughout. And uh, I think he's done a, a really nice job with that. And, and man, again, I could, I could talk about coach Collins all day. I mean, he's <laughs> un- unbelievable dude. And I, I just, I owe so much to him and, and uh you know, he, he, uh, to kind of touch on, so with the temple thing and, and how I kind of continued, um, he allowed me to be myself in a career that like, I don't think a lot of people get to get to do that. I think like a lot of football programs ask you to be a robot. You know what I'm saying? They, they want you to, to work like this, act like this, wear things like this. And Coach Collins was – Go do what Ohio State did. Go, go make, make me that exact same thing. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's super co- like cookie cutter. You know what I'm saying? Like this is the way things have been done. This is how we're going to do it. And Coach gave me the ability, and he gives everyone on our staff the ability to just be themselves and, and be – uh, you know, who they are and me coming from, uh, you know, a background in minor league baseball, uh, you know, I got the temple and I was like, we should do star Wars night and have stormtroopers on our sideline. And coach Collins is like, hell yes, let's do that. <laughs> and, and, you know, that's like not a normal thing, you know, like we're, yeah, we're, most, we most have... football coaches would probably be like, ah, yeah, can we get this guy out of here? <laughs> <laughs> right. They'd be like, holy shit. We got, we got to move on from this one. He's out there. <laughs> um, and, and, and he builds off the ideas and I'll say this, like I do a lot, um, you know, of work and I come up with a lot of ideas, but coach Collins is, you know, even more involved than I am. I mean, like he'll text me at two o'clock in the morning, three o'clock in the morning and be like, Hey, I want to do this. And then I'm just building off a lot of those ideas that he has. So like, he is just like, I mean, around the clock kind of dude. And, and again, high energy, he, he lets you be yourself. And, and for me, that was like, when I got to Temple, um, and it took me a little bit to get used to the football culture For as sure. far as, like, you know, waking up at 4 a.m. And, and, you know, what expectations are. You're held very – like, you're held accountable. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like you can just slack off and, uh, you know, you're going to be at your job the next day. Like, you got to continually compete in your job and continually get better. Uh and I loved every second of it. I mean, you know, we didn't have the resources that maybe Clemson had at the time or Ohio State or those things. But I think what we did at Temple was was unbelievable, um, you know, with the amount of resources we have. And there's, a, you know, a list of people that I can go on about, you know, who, who helped provide those things. But um, Shout out Jacob Martin. Yeah, yeah, Jacob Martin, he's the best, man. He's down in Houston now. 
Yep. That's uh, yeah. our, our, one of the guys I work, we work with, Josh Martin. That's his little brother. So we I, we, we, we had to get it in sometime during this podcast. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, man. Jacob's How the good best. is Jacob Martin? <laughs> <laughs> Jacob's the best. So can I have this clip so I can send it to him? Yeah. We'll keep this in for no one else besides Jacob Martin. This section is just purely for him. Perfect. Um, um, <laughs> I, I, think it's, I think it's awesome, and you touched on it, but it's like, the one one sports and coach being genuine right like there's not not everyone in the sports field is genuine so that's a like huge important like differentiating factor for him like you were saying but two also like you were already you touched on it but like you were already working right like 7 a.m to midnight uh with you know new york sports club as well as um the cyclones and then you're kind of working the same hours maybe a little bit more but just the culture like was was completely different like talk about yeah. that, that transition and also like what what about like i guess C- coach collins like made you like buy in too because you have to buy in if you're part of their culture yeah um so so yeah the hours weren't much different it was more the stressors that that went along with with the job and and um this this goes along with uh you know back in brooklyn too like it wasn't just when I was working New York city sports club or whatever, like, you know, you can go in and clean up and I, you know, I did my job at a high level there, but like nobody really gives a shit, right? Like the manager is just like, you know, he's doing his job. That's fine. He's doing his job. Um, and you know, at your regular work, when I was with the Brooklyn Cyclones, I was held accountable. But again, at 22 years old, you know, they're like, oh, he's learning. I could, you know, there was like more corporate type of excuses for maybe some mistakes that I made early on and, and different things. When I got into the football culture, it was like, all right, now like turn the shit up. You know what I'm saying? Like, this isn't like, we don't have time to, um, you know, dick around, excuse my language, but like, we don't have time to, to dick right, around. We, like, we have fuck in our title. Yeah. Yeah. That's Yeah. So, so like, yeah. Yeah. So, so, they, you know, we didn't have time to, to, you know, just screw around and, and, uh, like we had to win. You know what I'm saying? And you win in recruiting. You win in the players that you get to your program. You win in branding. That's why the storytelling component of what we do is so important. It's it's because players choose brands. You know what I'm saying? That's why they choose to go to a school. They want to be part of that brand. And um, the sooner I realized that and the sooner, you know, I was, again, I was, I had to hold myself uh uh, more accountable than I was in my previous jobs. Um, you know, I was, I was able to, to kind of get a better grasp on, on the culture, but, um, it, it, it took a while, right. It's probably like a freshman coming into to the university and kind of, you know, learning about what the football program's about jumping from high school to college, the importance behind of what you're doing. It was, it was a multitude of things, you know, like, uh, I was, I was learning every day and I'll say this. I think one thing that helped me the most was like the things that coaches preach and especially our coaches, they do an unbelievable job in their talking points and uh, you know, the work ethic that you should have behind what you're doing, being passionate about it. Like you're not just doing it for yourself, but you're doing it for the teammates around you. I was taking all those principles and, uh, you know, inundating it to my work life and, and making sure that like, you know, if I don't do my job, well, the defensive coordinator might be out of a job. You know what I'm saying? If I don't do my job well, our equipment manager might be out of the job. And that's where it's not fucking cool. And I take that pretty serious. Like, I don't want to be like you, you can't, you can't be a crutch in, in, in football. And, and, you know, and as, as we're competing against these other schools, you're constantly having to learn and, and be ahead of the curve and try different things. And, uh, you know, Coach Collins, you know, talks to the team every day and I do a, a bunch of his meetings. And um, again, just like 
I was, I was a sponge at that point in time. I mean, like I was legitimately just taking everything in that I possibly could. And it was, it was super difficult, right? Like for sure. The, the culture is not an easy culture to live in and it's not for everybody. Um, but the, the sooner I stopped trying to fight against the grain of, of like, oh, well, why does it make sense for me to wake up at four o'clock and, and just dive into it and attack it? Um, and, and, uh, you know, like you said, that, that that's real. That's, that's for somebody else's job. Like, yeah, it, it's, it's super it's, real. It sounds, yeah. Like it, it might sound like hyperbolic, but it, in, in an industry as competitive as college sports, specifically a college football program, Yep. One or two. We we did the we we got the numbers on it. Like a five star recruit is worth six hundred thousand dollars to a university. A five star recruit a five star recruit could change your program, and a five star recruit might make his choice on like catching the right video at the right time. It's as yep. fickle as that. Yeah. So I want I want to get a little bit more into your story, just about like when was the first time like you picked up a camera too? Because we haven't touched on that. Right. And I, I think some of your photo and editing skills uh, are great. Uh, but when, when was that? Yeah. So uh, I guess like the first time I picked up a, a, a camera was um, back when I was making those posters. Um, but I'll, I'll tell you like, it wasn't like super involved, you know, like I had the camera on auto and I shot and I didn't real really realize and dive into, um, all the different dynamics of it. Uh, at temple, uh, was a little bit more involved in capturing the content, but was still kind of on the outside of, of post-production and telling it on Twitter and, and Instagram and those things. Um, then I got to Georgia tech and, um, you know, uh, I had to get fully involved in capturing and editing up all the content. Um, and, and there's, you know, a multitude of reasons for it, but probably the best thing that has happened in my career was, was that, um, you know, coming to Georgia tech and, uh, Coach brought me down here, like I said, from the from the Temple gig, and uh, that was a crazy experience within itself. Uh, but but yeah, I had to I had to pick up a camera, and and then I was managing humans for the first time um, when I got here at Georgia Tech, which has been a learning curve um, for me because before I was just in charge of myself, and it's easy to be in charge of yourself. It's not always easy to, to manage. So that was a, a big learning curve for me. Um, but, but, you know, went, went through it and, and, you know, learned as much as I can about what I was doing, right. What I was doing wrong, how I can get better. Um, you know, reached out to people in similar positions as me and in that regard. But, uh, the biggest thing at Georgia tech was I picked up a camera and I, I fell in love with it. I mean, like it helps my editing as far as like at temple, I sometimes had to rely on photographers and videographers for things I wanted to tell. And, now I just do it. You know what I'm saying? And, and now I'm just, you know, I, I just capture it myself. And as I'm taking photos and as I'm, uh, you know, making, and I'll, I'll go more into the graphic design because that's where I kind of made my, my biggest, um, impression on, on everything. But, uh, you know, going out and taking pictures during a game and specifically shooting for graphics that I knew I was going to be making was, was, you know, integral part of my development, you know, that's, that, the, ne that's the next level. I think that's what separates you and a lot of, there's a lot of, I, I mean, there's a lot of talented kids who are graphic designers and then there's a lot yeah. of talented kids that shoot that you can tell when somebody does both. Because mm -hmm. it's 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 completely married. It's an idea that started here and went through the whole process. Yeah, yeah, and 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 yeah, that's that's like I said, that's been huge for me. And and uh, again, like you said, there's so much talent in this industry. It's 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 incredible. Um, and I don't know how everybody else looks at their work, but like I make a piece, and I'm just like. 
oh, like I'll like it when I make it. And then I'll look back at it a week later and I'm like, oh, what the hell was I doing? Like, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> so I don't know if like other people have those, you know, like if they, if they look at their work the same way, but um, I very much so, you know, just like, it really helped me getting behind the camera and, and, and doing it because like you're able to like, as you're taking the pictures, visualize what it's going to look like on the canvas. And, um, that was, that was huge. And, and it was, I mean, really, really cool. That's awesome. And then one thing kind of changing gears, but like one thing that fascinates me about your story is you're in, you're an amazing case study for something that David and I like talk about, like, you know, and I'm sure you get a lot of it too, but when someone asks you like, y'all want to get into sports. And what I tell kids is like, find somebody who's just an unreal human being, just like, a, like an amazing person that you want to be like, that's working in sports yep. and then try to, and then try to provide them value, try to work in with them. And I feel like that's kind of like the, the similar, or that's the relationship with you and Jeff Collins. Yep. My question around that is, and it, it gets a little personal. So if you don't want to answer feel free, but yep. like you move from Philly to Atlanta for pretty much, and correct me if I'm wrong, but kind of for that relationship, how did you get like one year fiance on board? How did you explain to like family that like, hey, follow me? I worked with this guy for a year. Following him to Atlanta, I'm a believer. Like, yeah. So, so Temple. So I'm joining a cult. It's called Georgia Tech. Yeah, it's, called, it's called it's called Jeff Collins LLC. So, yeah. Uh, so it's it's funny. Like like I said. So Temple was Temple was tough, right? Like the culture was was tougher. I think coach Collins always had the vision of being the Georgia tech coach. So like he was, um, I think like testing us to an extent on like what we were willing to do for the program. And I think, you know, obviously I, I passed, um, in, in that regard. And I'm going to tell you guys a, a funny story on, on that question. Um, so coach Collins is, is interviewing for the job. And I'm living with my now fiance. She was not my fiance at the time. I had the ring um, and I was planning on, you know, proposing to her and I wasn't exactly sure how I wanted to do it, but uh, she's the best man. Like love her to death. She supported me through everything. She continues to support me. She's uh, Jen's unbelievable. I mean, like just incredible human. Um, <laughs> through all the bullshit, <laughs> like working at New York sports club and, you know, the, the crazy hours that we work. She sighed even when, when it was with the Brooklyn Cyclone. She saw, yeah. she saw the end game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I was, uh, so, and, and she has a really good career too. So she worked at Macy's in New York. She worked at Nickelodeon, Viacom in New York. Um, she, we moved to Philly and she was like, I'm only moving to Philly if I get a job at free people. Well, she moved there and she got the job at free people planning their business and their like financial. I was like, get her on the pot. Right. I was like, I was like, damn. Okay. So, uh, you know, she's trying to build a career for herself. And, and this is like one of the toughest things for, for people getting in sports. Like it requires you to move if you want to move up and, um, we can probably do this as like a side podcast, but like, I constantly like, am, am planning those. Like I was, I was constantly talking to her about that, right? Like what my aspirations are, what I wanted to do big picture, you know, why I believe in what we're doing, all these different things. And I think that helped. Um, so coach is on the road recruiting and I guess he was interviewing, um, and I, like I said, I was planning on proposing um, and I didn't do it because of this, but like I proposed to her a week before coach actually ended up getting the job. Um, and, you know, obviously like a, a really, you know, cool moment in your life, you, you know, you're going to marry the person, you know, you're going to spend the rest of your life with and, and all those things. But then the next week coach Collins goes and gets a Georgia tech job. And I'm like, I'm like, Jen, I think we got to fucking move here. <laughs> did, Co did, Co did you, did coach like let you guys know going into it? Like, Hey, I want you coming with me. Or what was that conversation like? <sighs> so yeah. So that, the, the, 
it's so when when a this was the first time I ever went through it, and I'm sure it's very different other places. But like, there's whispers that Coach Collins is interviewing for jobs, and um, you know, people on staff are starting to worry, and you know, people's livelihoods are on the line, right? And um, I don't want to sound like too confident in my work, but I was like, you know, Coach Collins is either gonna ask to bring me, or I'm gonna go do my own fucking thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I believe in my work and I believe in what I do. And, uh, you know, I'm going to I'm going to do what you know, what's best, you know, for for me and my family and, and you know, all that. And uh, so I felt I felt comfortable, you know, like I wasn't worried. I wasn't I, I, I thought he might take me, but like he wasn't saying much. And uh you know, he wasn't saying he was interviewing for jobs. He wasn't like, you know, these are things that are coming out on ESPN and, and whatever. So um, Coach Collins, there, there was a story that broke that he was interviewing for Georgia Tech. Um, and Temple will probably get pissed if I with this story. But uh, I was like, fuck yes. I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> Coach is going to go to Georgia Tech. I was like, bigger program, ACC, blah, 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 blah. I was like, this is unbelievable opportunity for, for him, for the staff, um, whatever. I, uh, I photoshopped, like I did like a jersey swap, except it was like a coach swap. And I put him in Georgia Tech gear. And I was like, yo, show this on your interview, like make it super tangible for them. Um, and he answered me like, he like he like gave me like side eyes like the, the emoji like like not saying that he was interviewing but he just kind of like ignored the whole fact and uh but but I was like I was like this is pretty cool you know what I'm saying like I was like this is a pretty cool process so uh fast forward a little bit and coach Collins um I guess gets the job and like still no story broke Georgia tech didn't announce it yet. But, um, I think like there was an article leaked or something like that. And, and again, like our staff isn't like fully aware of everything that's going on. Right. Like that's something you kind of keep, you know, tight to the chest. And, uh, I remember our director of operations, Scott Wallace, who's with us here at Georgia tech, he sent a, a group chat to the staff and he was like, uh, emergency staff meeting in the morning. So everybody's like, okay, so we all know he got a job. Like he got the job um, and he's taking this job. And uh, Coach Collins and I at Temple were, you know, attached to the hip. We're still the same way here at Georgia Tech. He believes in branding and believes in social media. So all those different things. He announces to the to the staff um, that he took the job. He wasn't bringing anybody down right away is is what he said and and uh the reason being is we loved our temple players you know what i'm saying like we absolutely love those guys um to this day jacob martin uh you know delvon randall jakees thomas and uh you know michael dogby and matt hennessy and all these different guys that like we built really good relationships with and coach was like you guys are gonna stay through the bowl game so I didn't know the difference and I was just like, okay, cool. <laughs> like, like that's awesome. And we, we were all kind of sitting in limbo on whether or not we were, we were going down to Georgia tech or going to be offered or whatever. Um, and I was like, I was texting coach and I, I, I had like pretty good communication line with him. So like I was confident that he was going to offer me a position. Um, and I know he was working his ass off in recruiting at the time because it was basically just him and whoever carried over staff-wise um, and, and who was there. So I know he was, like, super busy. And, like, he called me at 1230 one night, and he, he offered me the job. <laughs> and he was like, hey, man, uh, you know, I want to bring you down to Georgia Tech, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I was like, yes, this is great. <laughs> like, this is awesome. I was like, you know, I played it off. Cool. I was like, can I call you about this? Like, you know, tomorrow and let you know my answer since it's 1230 in the middle of the night. And I should probably talk to Jen about it first. <laughs> um, so, uh, I called them, you know, the next day and we talked it out and obviously worked out where, where I, I got to go down, but it, it was, it was cool. It was exciting. 
you know, it was, it was, it was fun. And, and again, for me, it's like, what I do is very tangible, right? So it's not super hard for us to get jobs, I think, as creatives, if, if you're doing, doing your job the right way. So like, I was never nervous um, about it, but, but it was fun. It was cool. And, and Jen, um, again, man, she's, she's a trooper, you know, she was a, she was a trooper. My family was like, as supportive as family is going to be in that type of situation. Um, But I was like, man, Atlanta's cool. Like it's a big city. It's a great opportunity. I'll tell you one thing. Um, and I guess you can like consider this a recruiting plug, but like if Nick Saban called me tomorrow, I'm not taking a job at Alabama. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be in Tuscaloosa. I don't want to be like, I don't want to, I don't want to be in, in, uh, you know, the middle of nowhere doing football. Georgia Tech is a place that like the brand was like like being able to build a, a strong brand in the city of Atlanta, the 404, bring like like Georgia Tech, I think people forget like they've won four national championships, you know what I'm saying? Like they've won here. It's a it's 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 a it's a strong program and like I think being able to come back here and 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 build this brand up in the city with the education that Georgia Tech has, I mean just like a phenomenal opportunity. So like, you know, sitting down with Jen and going over the, the, the positives of, of what this job could bring us. I mean, it was like a, it was a no brainer. And then I'm a big believer in like surrounding yourself with individuals that are like-minded and, and have, um, you know, the same ambitions you do. And this staff has been exactly that. And I wasn't ready to give that shit up. You know, like I was like, this is the real deal. Uh, Coach Collins talks about winning a national championship here at Georgia Tech and, and we're going to, you know what I'm saying? Like we are going to win. And in three, four years, um, and I guess three or four years, that would have been last year. But like we have like two to three years before you guys kind of see what we're putting together here at Georgia Tech. And um, and and you guys will see glimpses and, and, and see that this year as well. I mean, like our players are unbelievable. Um, the way they've bought into the culture, they've gained a shit ton of weight. Um, I mean, like they're doing everything to be successful. And when, when we're competing for those national championships, um, you know, it's, it's going to be like, we built this, yep. um, you know, from the bottom. So you run into the behemoth that is Syracuse university football and Tommy touchdowns. <laughs> 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 <That>, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like, again, just like the recruiting that we were, were able to do here and, and the selling points of what Atlanta is um, again, like, I want to be in a city. I want to be in a vibrant area. I don't want to be in, um, you know, the middle of nowhere. So that, that was, that was huge. I mean, we believe, man, we're uh, like, like we talked about, I think there's very few people who there, there are coaches who can improve a culture. There are not a lot of coaches who can change culture and Jeff Mm -hmm. Collins has proven he's one of those. Yeah. Uh, And, and with the name image likeness thing coming up, um, it's going to be, it's going to be big for Georgia tech. Um, and I think it's really going to help springboard us, um, you know, even even more because you have a head coach that believes in it and is already he already has things in place within his program for the players to be able to promote and brand themselves. And, you know, we're constantly giving them resources and tools to do that. And he was doing that before name, image and likeness. And now that things are about to change. We only have to tweak things a little bit and, you know, not change our whole entire program with it. And, and I mean, it's just, like I said, it's a, it's a recipe for success in, in this whole entire, you know, navigation. Look, yeah, I'm looking for a James Graham blog series this fall. Hell yeah. Well, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. Santia, we, we suck at uh, ending these. So we, we ended with the, the Michelle Miller quick question round, sponsored yeah. by my mom until we get a real sponsor. You kick it off, Jake. <laughs> Sounds uh, good. Person you'd most want to sit down to dinner with? Uh, Derek Jeter. Favorite city in the world? Atlanta. Uh, is it okay to sleep with socks on? 
No. Favorite romantic comedy? Uh, 50 First Dates. Boom. Great one. Uh, best spot to eat in Atlanta? Waffle House. I, I had no clue. That <laughs> What's that? No, I'm just talking about the next question. I said I, I had no idea that this question that I wrote down was going to age so well, but uh, finish the sentence. Jeff Collins' one flaw is... You want me to? You want me to do that? Yeah, yeah, you gotta finish it. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> now you don't need to. We'll skip it. We'll skip it. We can skip it for, for the sake of your job. We're gonna skip it. Uh, in forty years, what are people gonna people gonna be nostalgic for? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Video games. That was slow. I don't know. Sure. <laughs> it's a hot dog. It's a hot dog and sandwich. Uh, yeah, I guess so. What's one thing all good pieces of content have in common in, in terms of college football content? Uh, stories. Go to quarantine snack. It's been Wingstop. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, Georgia Tech's next football championship comes in what year? What is it, 2020, 2022? Love it. <laughs> Last question. In 2030, you can catch Santino's in- let me change him. Sentino Stancato. <laughs> <laughs> what will I be doing, did you say? Yeah, yeah 2030. 30. Yeah, in 2030, I'm going to be an athletic director of college football. Sentino, um, yeah. uh, where, where can people uh, follow you? Where, where do you want them to find you? Yeah, so you can follow me at Santino Stancato and uh, definitely go check out uh, at Georgia Tech Football and, and at Coach Collins too because a bunch of the content that, that I create, you know, goes out on, on those platforms as well. So Love it. Santino, thanks for coming on the show, man. We appreciate it. Yes, sir. I appreciate you guys having me. This is fun. Boom.